handicap the only one that's a commercial place that you can come right now i believe so i don't know guys you guys so please great. let me know if there's more people doing that because but yes, yeah, yes, yeah, because we're it's talking about that. Yes, I think it's beautiful and I I don't know, you know, it's just a question of time, you know. It's very hard for me to promote because for example, the the loss for sure, the, the, the city hall they already know that I'm doing that, I'm doing that already for five years, but for example, I cannot put, for example, posters on the street saying Ganja Yoga. Okay. You know, once I, I, I went on Blur and I put the posters on the street and the policeman came and then he said, if you don't take it off by tomorrow, there's a $500 fee for each post that we oh. find. On the, so I'm not allowed to do this. I'm not allowed, for example, to do, you know, those uh, packs that the people receive. There's a lot of uh, yeah. different like flyers. Uh, fla no, no flyers. Oh, no way. If I put a flyer, because people complain. Okay. So I that's the, the thing. Complaints. Exactly. So if I do that, just yoga, say yoga class, da, da, da. so it's kind of a, it's a hard to promote myself because I need people like you guys to come here to see what we're doing here and to say, oh my God, this woman is doing a great job. So that's why I'm very happy to, you know what I mean, to have a, you know, everybody that supported the cannabis yeah. industry, well, you know, like specifically the, the guns, you know, and, and like you said, you know, I'm, I'm particularly, a lot of people, they, they, they connect uh, stoners and the easy yoga and uh, <laughs> that's not you came yeah. to my class to see it's like a, mm -hmm. a, my my students are i con i consider that most a lot of them are athletes yeah so they say, come exactly like. so and yeah. and it's very interesting because some people they, they come here they don't spec and i even have a yoga that sometimes they come to a class oh, i do yoga no problem but I, I i smoke sometimes but i want to do the class in five minutes i see the tongue out just completely passing out not i mean like oh my god what the heck is this but this is the line that Lou promotes because I haven't been always like that. I love exercise. I do other forms of sports, not just yoga. Actually, I don't like too much um, systematization. So in my yoga, you're gonna find elements like capoeira from Brazil. Mm -hmm. I did the capoeira for so many years. You're gonna find movements of capoeira, and or or may, I might pick it up some weight and do some kettlebells in the middle of the class. I might, I might do some animal movement so i kind yes, of i like it that. yes i like to that mix things that we're looking for in the end movement i like to move you know and i think cannabis and movement is just so beautiful <laughs> you know you know what it's very hard to keep up with the laws yeah. because it's changing all the time in such a speed that we don't know today something oh dispensaries are legal tomorrow they come and they close everything. Today they say that I'm fine. Everywhere, every time that I went to a magazine or a newspaper, blah blah blah, they always say, "Oh, if we want, to, we can go there and close her up and close her down." But it never happens. I'm here five years, you know what I mean. So, but like I said, this is not a dispensary. You yeah. guys come here. You guys bring your herb. I share my vaporizer and I share, you know, my blocks, my blankets, and my things. And uh, maybe, you know what I mean. That's why they don't bother me. You know, so it's it's changing, guys. I don't know what's what's gonna happen. You know what I mean. So, but there is for sure many people like fighting for the right of smoking. You know what I mean. Not just for medical marijuana and for people that are need, but for people like us. I cannot say that I have nothing. I don't have an injury. You know what I mean. I don't have nothing in my body. I just like the practice of me be able to do a even more harder than my ability in my normal self. So with cannabis, I can go even more than that. You know because it can start to you you feel in the mm -hmm. class you feel your body more so you mm -hmm. have a more awareness of what happens and i think this is my experience many years doing yoga classes with people it was like that people are super stressed we are super stressed even me 
don't look at me as a yoga teacher. So, oh, just, their life is perfect. No, <laughs> this is like a school. I, I don't like actually when people look at us. So, yeah. the perfect guru. No, no, no. We 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 are in the same. You know what I mean? Like everybody else. So we have our problems. We have our stresses. And I think like people can still come to a yoga class, be doing yoga yoga class, and still think, oh my god, I gotta pay my credit card. Oh my god, I'm gonna have to pick it up my kid from school. And there's so many thoughts going on, like in a such a speed that you actually don't enjoy the class. One funny thing that happens is every time I do a class without cannabis, as soon as I finish it, shavasana, soon, guy, I ring the, the, the my bow, ding. What a way they stand up! They're like, let's go, and they pick it up and go. Which is, I was like, whoa, whoa, give a little time. My cannabis people, I almost have to tell them, guys, class finished, finished already, like 20 minutes ago. And you see, it's long. Yeah, actually, it's an hour. Actually, it's an hour and a half. But it really is 40 minutes of asanas. It's not all that an hour and a half. Like practically, we spent like 40 it's, minutes. It's, it's because smoking. we've smoked that. Yeah, we, yeah. You said <laughs> it. makes it feel like yes. Wow. But you know what? It's so funny. All my students say, "Ooh, look like that your classes end. They never finish. We're like here. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, I want to finish this. This torture. You know what I mean? I never finish. But I believe it because it's so hard to chew, and I put you guys to hold a little bit more in the poses, and it looks like so endless. You know, you're there doing something. You know, yeah. holding it like, oh my God, I want to kill this woman, but it's okay. In the, in, in, in the end, you guys love me. Yeah. Thirteen years old, I started uh, doing uh, martial arts. And 16 years old, I was already a carioca champion of judo and jiu-jitsu. So, and then I came, my background was fighting from Brazil. Capoeira, judo, jiu-jitsu, a little bit of boxing. I was to hang out with all those, you know, those fighters from Brazil. So when I came to Toronto, I was 21 years old. I tried to do that a little bit, but you know, the immigrate, the immigration life. I don't speak, I didn't speak English by that time. And then I have to go back to school. So it was very hard to maintain job, English, and new country and have to speak, so I kind of let go of this. But then 23 years old, I married a bodybuilder, so, and then I keep going with the fitness. Then I have my kids, became personal trainer, and then one more time, so like fitness come back. All my life I did exercise. I think by the age of 30, it's when I find the yoga. So which came first, ganja or yoga? Oh, for me it was yoga. Actually, Pretty much, guys, I was before a couple of years ago against the marijuana. <laughs> yeah, okay. Because yeah. I didn't have the knowledge, yeah. you know? And uh, before I started for sure to do the Ganja Yoga, which is already five years, but I was talking about, let's see, maybe eight years, even maybe nine years ago. My daughter, she used to suffer from juvenile arthritis. And uh, when she was eight to seven years old, she was very severe inflamed. We're talking about she was not a walk, her spine, it was like, you know what I mean, not turning her. It was really bad, bad. She was really a disabled child. And uh, this is when I kind of flipped things around. I started to stop it to buy junk food, you know what I mean? Like even the little, oh, here and there, eating some things on the street. So we kind of, uh, you know, organic food, juicy in the house and doing a lot of, so I connected completely to the mother uh, nature and they stopped to take the meds and I introduced for my daughter cannabis and magic starts to happen too. For sure she has a marvelous doctor that I have the, you know what I mean, great uh, luck in my life to find this naturopath, uh, dark person, and he helped me through her, her healing. 
but Delilah Lu is still today. She's a she's a cannabis, you know what I mean, smoker because it just makes her feel good, her joints, you know what I mean. She feels strong when she do cannabis, specifically when the winter comes. Now she's completely normal. Imagine she heal. If I show you a picture of eight years old, a completely disabled child that could not bend her arms, her fingers were like this, wow. you would come to my house, she would be like this. And today she's completely normal. She's 17 years old right now. She's playing guitar, mm -hmm. she play piano, she play banjo, she play all kinds of instruments. She, she Actually, she's a yoga teacher. Wow. Last year, last year she did a, my yoga teacher training without me to, I have a two girls and one boy. You know, and I never want to impose what I do for them, but I think for sure, which parent that's a yogi would not like the kids to do the same. And both of my girls said, I want to do the teacher training. So they did the teacher training and both of them are already teaching. Specifically for Lala Lu, it was very emotional to teach Lala Lu because in the end of my, my, my teacher training, I have to do a test like I do with all my students. And I was sitting on the back of the studio and while she was doing yoga, I have a tears in my eyes, you no, know, giving the notes of yoga and say, oh my God, look at this. This girl now is, it's moving the body, you know what I mean? And you know, the cannabis when it came in my life, it was like, like just this, just healing and, and giving, and alleviate us from the, the, the stress that we have, you know, not from the, just the spiritual level, but the physical level. So in all kinds of, a, the, the, every, everything that the cannabis, you know what I mean, that I learned about cannabis was, was about that. It was about love, healing, and connection, and peace, and you know, never was harm. So that's why when people talk about the harm, I think you already, you know what I mean, have a, maybe that in your heart, maybe is in uh, uh, hands of wrong people, you know. For sure, we, we see things and people want to, oh, this is the cannabis. I don't think it's the cannabis, I think it's the persona, you know what I mean. All I see with the cannabis is healing, you know, and even the people that come here, you know, my, my students are very like, wow, thanks for open this space to have a, even the courage to, to do this you know what I mean a lot of I receive a lot of messages from people saying how you have courage to do this how you open this how I do this they want to open but the people are it's they feel frightening and you can imagine you put the money on a business or something even to rent a space yeah. is hard when you work with cannabis is is not any landlord that's gonna let you come in and say oh you work with cannabis oh, oh this is so great let's go in we have to talk <laughs> to the people here and it, it was kind of it was a small process because when I came, it was not a ganja. I opened one ganja class and from one became two and three and four because people were like, wow, wow, wow. And I was like, what? People want to do this. So let's open, no? Instead of the smoke outside, because that's another thing that happens. There is a lot of yoga studios mm -hmm. that they smoke, but they don't want to tell you. Mm -hmm. And I don't like that. Like I think it's very... No, in the class. They but smoke they, before. Yeah. Oh. They don't say that they smoke. They go already high. You know what I mean? They say, no, 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 Everybody's hiding. I don't like that. Yeah. I, that's I true, that's like true. That. Um, I'll tell you, I used to teach yoga. Yeah. And in those days, I did not smoke at all. I, you know, I was very yogic and all that stuff. Yeah. And, um, you know, my ex, he introduced me to yoga. And then little by little, I started learning that all of these different people were exactly. Exactly. do you remember your first experience you know what cannabis? yes yes the first experience with cannabis like I said it was with that friend of mine D she was the only one that was doing in Toronto you know in her apartment she has a little yoga studio it was very beautiful so I said oh I'm gonna she's like look come to the girls but I, that time I, I was not smoking and then I said oh, I'm gonna go to that guys I'm telling you first of all it's already nice when I have the opportunity to be a student because when you just teach you know you teach it teach, teach, teach. it's very it's a different approach when you're just there oh, I don't have to speak I don't have to guide I don't have to look at people it's a different so I took the time to say hi ah, student it was already beautiful 
when I smoke and I start to do the practice, wow, my body just went, you know what I mean? So far, more than I could do it. And my mind was just in peace. Because for sure I did it, like I said before. It can happen, you invite about drugs, oh my God, I gotta do this, I gotta do that. Even if you focus <laughs> in your giant breath. In cannabis, it looks like that you were alone in the room. And that's why in the studio here, I make sure that you can see the lights are very low. There's no lights coming from above, you know what I mean? For you to feel that you are in your cocoon, you know? There's nothing, there's literally, there's no competition here. Even though my class are super hard, you experience <laughs> yes. that. People Super here, they are, they are so inwards. They are so, like, no, I don't see them looking. Yeah, you have, and I go to yeah. another yoga. So guys, I don't want to talk bad about the others. Not that, that's not my point. I just give an example that yoga can be a very uh, competition thing. Who is the most thin? Who is the most tall? Who is the most ballerina? And that's another thing too. You, you experience that. That's why I have a lot of men here. Because men are going to look this and say, true. I want to do yoga. I want to smoke cannabis. But I want to somebody to kick my ass serious to tell you the truth they are not going to come to the no, class so smoke true. and just be dun, you have dun. had the most men that i've ever seen in wow, any exactly really? exactly yeah. full full of strong men that yeah. you would look and at the so, women oh too God. the women that were here not that many but strong women you exactly know, clearly. exactly a lot you of have a people following. exactly a lot of people yeah. saying that to say look how come you have all the men i said yeah because <laughs> they were kind of they, they went to other yoga places, but they yeah. felt left out because you go to the yogas, come on guys, what's yeah. the stereotype? Yeah. It's like skinny women, tall, like ballerina, they open yeah. it, and the guys are not there. But now they are because they have opportunity to come to a place that we build from, from that. You know what I mean? And now they feel, I'm telling you, it, it was very different from my eyes to train people with no cannabis and cannabis. If I train two people in the same time, in six months, the one that smokes are going to go much further. Mm. In on all the aspects. I'm not talking about just the physical body, even in the mind. Because I see men here in the end of Shavasana crying. And this is very beautiful. Yeah. For a man to come to a place and they come to me and they say, man, I can't believe that I'm crying. Why? Like, because there's something there. There's something there that, you know, you know. And cannabis can provide that too. Something inside that just connected to a part of you that was forgotten, you know what I mean? And suddenly, you know? It almost looked like, a, uh, I have a, my masters from Brazil that do ayahuasca in Brazil, and they came here to experience my yoga. And they say, look, you should change the name. You should put shamanic yoga. Because my master came here, he, he did the class, and he said, man, it's exactly like, like a, 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 a shamanic ceremony. When you work with the cannabis, it was so. It's and, and my students call that too. They say, "Lou, I have to go at least once a week to see you." You know, they, they say my church. They call that church, the Church of Lou. You know, <laughs> very beautiful to see the, the smoke and the, even that the, the passing of the bags. You know, see a lot of times some people ask me, "Lou, you got you know the vaporizer, no the the Vulcan, We pass the bags for sure. If you are if you prefer to buy the tip just for you, you can go in front of the shop and say, Lou, when you pass the bags, I'm gonna take the tip and put my own and do it." Yeah. But I never have a problem with uh, I sterilize everything when we finish the class. We finish, but I think it, there is something about the connection of a passing. Mm -hmm. A lot of people oh, germs and da da da. Please, guys, no, I'm five years doing that, nobody never told me. I think there is something, but there is something about the sharing and that they just by. Can you imagine if I put, I could say, 
Pax class or vaping class and we buy our vaporizers there and we, everybody would have their own individual thing here, it would not be the same. The, the, the reason that classes start to connect the one and the other and they know, everybody knows everybody here, they hug each other, like, oh my God, how are you, Jesse, how are you? If you still come into the class, you're going to experience that here that they don't experience in other places. You're a hugger. Because, <laughs> Brazilian, no, it's Brazil, no? Brazil. And the, they, when they pass, they're like, hey, Jesse, here we go. And, they, and just that connection with the eyes that I'm passing something to you. It's very beautiful. It's very different to go to another yoga place. You put your mat and you sit there. Teacher is in front. Yes, Everybody's yeah. looking at that place. So teacher is the center of the attention in front of yourself. I make sure that I put the people looking at each other here. I'm there, but you guys are looking at each other. So there is a whole different approach of, uh, you know, connection. That's what I want to build it to. More than I love when you guys come and say, oh, I feel so strong right now. Oh, my dude. I love when people say I'm doing ganja yoga and I'm feeling strong. It's so beautiful to see yeah. that. It really gives me a high. But uh, most important is the connection that people have here, one to another. They make friends, you know what I mean? I don't think, because like I said, guys, I'm Brazil. In Brazil, that's how the classes are like that. If you guys have to experience call any class of Brazil, not just yoga, it can be kettlebell, it can be Zumba, it can be anything. You're gonna go there, they're gonna say, Jesse, how are you? Guys, this is Jesse, and blah, blah, blah. Everybody <laughs> is connected to everybody. And this is something that's come from my blood, you know? You know? Do you feel like it's missing in Toronto? Oh my god. <laughs> Disconnection. Oh my god. Yes, yes. Sorry to say, but yes. No, yeah, I no, go to a I lot agree. of places and yeah. I feel like that. When I go to the places, I feel like that. They just say, what's your membership? Did you pay? Ah, okay. That's the only connection that they have. Where's your membership if you pay front? Anyway, I don't like that. So I, <laughs> <laughs> so I stay here in my bubble, guys. Please come, you know, and see the connection of the people yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. That's maybe just a Nordic thing because yeah. you know it, yeah. where it's colder, people are generally colder. Oh, for sure, <laughs> no, for sure, definitely. Cold, but but right you right. guys like that too. It's not that you specifically say I'm a cold because I'm from North America. Because when I open up and the people, for sure, I have a lot of Brazilian people here. Yeah, it's yes, there easier, you know. But when they come, yeah, blah blah blah. <laughs> Everybody loves. Who doesn't love? You know what I mean? To be hugged and to be, yeah. you know, you know, love. You know, so. Yeah. Do you get a lot of the Portuguese community as well? Like no. I mean, since no, 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 no. My, my, actually, my Brazilian people that I can say, even the Brazilian people here, would not say a lot of them. It's my close friends. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? My sister and my brother and my family is huge. You know what I mean? Wow. And I would say a couple of friends because I don't think the Brazilian community is supporting what I'm doing <laughs> with the cannabis, you know, okay. they still, I still have some Brazilian people here with the, the mind of Brazil that, are, oh my God, what the heck this woman is doing, you know what I mean? So it's just a few of them that are very open to this practice, you know? Yeah, cannabis, I mean, it is medicine, it can be looked at as medicine, Yes. but people are looking at it as a drug. Yes, yes. Rather than a, a healing... Cool. Exactly, because that's the story that they told us for a very, very long time. So from now, we still have that mentality of the drug, you know? I, I think it's yeah. funny when people say, some people say, oh, the cannabis is, is the, the open door for other drugs. Okay. Okay. Oh this is hilarious. That the type of phrase is hilarious. It's like I'm saying, pizza is the, the gate open for other cookies. It does Sometimes. not make sense. It does not, but it does not make sense. It doesn't mean that you, because you're going to eat something here, you're going to, you know what I mean? It's nothing to do with nothing. Like I said, it's in your being, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's in yourself. And I think everything in life, guys, see, yeah. I'm very much... Even with, uh, like example, food-wise, yeah. I don't like very much when people say, this is the right thing. 
there is no right thing. There's no veganists and vegetarians and the raw foodists and the breatarians, you <laughs> name it. You do what the heck is good for you because you came here just to experience you. Mm -hmm. And whatever is on you, I have nothing to do that. So what I, I'm doing here is just giving a little inspiration. Pro probably you came to my class and said, oh, I like this woman. I like loose vibe. And you might say, look, what do you eat? Does not mean that's going to work for you. Cannabis is not for everybody. You know, some people feel, uh, smoke cannabis and they feel anxiety yeah. and they feel da da da. But then it's maybe, you know, maybe your, their hormones. You know, is I mean, it, they have too much. Is it to, too, like the different types? Does yeah. that, in your Of a sore, of a sore. We have, like, imagine how many strains do you have now? Right. How many, you know, sativas and hybrids are now and they mix now, you know, so. Hybrid mixed with uh, sativas and some percentages of indicas and, and the hardcore kushes. I can, for me, to smoke a kush. Oh my God, no! <laughs> Just if it's, I am beside my bed. Literally, oh, I yeah, want to go yeah. down. Then I like to smoke some kush because I'm already bam. I cannot even function. I cannot oh, even yeah. speak with the kush. You know what I mean? So it's not my thing. But I know Lou. I know my body. I have some friends that they love kush. They're like, oh my God, they smoke kush and they can and they can have a creativity and they can go work and they can do things. I'm like, wow, wow. So see, different for everybody. I'm not trying to impose any kind of business and say, hey, come here, everybody smokes. No, but this maybe is a nice way to introduce something so clean because the studio is so nice, the people are so nice. And normally, the first time that the people introduce, they try cannabis is in a sofa with a television, they're drinking already beers, and somebody saying, oh, let's pass the joint. Yeah. You might have a good experience, but you might have a horrible experience. Yeah, you put alcohol in there. Exactly. And then, and, and then you mix that and you say, oh, this is what it is. No, this is not what it is. You, right. Maybe yeah. you have to go to yeah. a content that is more nicer with the shamanic music, with the, you yes. know, with, the, with the people chanting. Imagine chanting in cannabis is so beautiful. Yes. You listen the voice when you own, when you chant the om in the classes, the most yes. beautiful thing. You feel the energy in your whole body. Yeah. Everybody, even, you know, it's so, it's so beautiful. Yeah, it's a, it's a whole different level. So you're a supporter of psychedelics. Yes. I want to hear more about yes. that, especially, specifically, the, your ayahuasca experience. Yes. No, I have a been, I'm a daimista. Uh, I don't know if you guys know Santo Daime, the doctrine of Santo Daime. So it's a, it's a Christian doctrine um, from Brazil, created by Master Ineo. It's, it's already, I think it's psychedelic, guys. I have been drinking ayahuasca for eight years now of my life. And in the, the last month and a half, I went to Brazil, I drank a lot practically every weekend like it Friday Saturday Sunday I during the that. week because in Brazil is legal for religious purposes and in Brazil we have all kinds of different ceremonies all kinds of different religious where they take uh, ayahuasca I think psychedelics are very beautiful but uh, for example me I'm not too much a fan of psychedelics and rave I am not, even though I did it before, experience when I was a little bit more younger. I think it can be, because the experience can be very outside. If I take, for example, I don't know, an LSD, you know, and I go to a rave, I might enjoy very much because your hair is going to be very colorful and your eyes are going to pop and, you, and you're going to sit and the plants are going to start to move and flowers are talking to you. And it's very beautiful, don't take me wrong. For sure, there's something to learn that. But then it's outwards. 
I like more the experiences with a, with a substance that you go inwards. I would prefer to take my LSD and close up the lights on my house, you know, go to my bedroom, make sure that I have a water, make sure that I have somebody taking care of me that I know, hey, I'm going to be there for 12 hours. Hi, please just make sure that I'm good and everything is going to be no light, nothing to disturb me. Then I'm going to go inside. Because I think the teacher is more, you know what I mean, it's more intense. It's what is inside, what I have to figure it out. About Santo Daime, Santo Daime, like I said, is a doctrine. It's very hard. It's a lot of people don't like it because it's very, I would say, almost, I, I call military. You know, it's very, everything is very organized. The women on one side, the men on the other side. And we have dance work and we have a work that to do concentration. It's very much like a church. We stand up and we sit and you sing and we play the maracas and they have the, the, the table in the center where we have the musicians and the pushadores and the women that sing the, the hymns. All the teaching of Santo Daime are in the hymns. Is that like Santeria? I mean, a little bit is sounding like Santeria. Santeria? From like uh, the Dominican Republic. I don't know what is that, the Santeria. Well, what you're describing sounds very similar to that. You it, know, it, there is a lot of ceremonies very much like yeah. that. You know, even like with, uh, with the magic mushrooms, like Tia Sabina, if you go to her, if you see YouTube her ceremonies, she used to play, uh, 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 give mushrooms to the people and just pray... Ave Maria, Jesus Christ, Senhor é convosco, Hail Mary, Shout be thine, the whole night, in the dark. So it's very church-wise. It's not that... But some people prefer shamanic ceremonies. With the Peruvian one, you would drink ayahuasca, the shaman is there, and you have the time to lie down, and, you know what I mean, deal with your own things, and your own traumas, and your own experiences. I think Santo Daime is more a community thing, because you always are very uh, welcome to do your process, vomiting and do whatever you have to do, but you are supposed to come back to that vortex that we create instead of staying there because it's very beautiful to stay there and it's actually, sometimes it's easy. You drink ayahuasca and you're like, oh my God, I don't my shit here. In Santo Daime they say, hey Jesse, let's stand up. How much is the power of Jesse that you are in this brew, some, lots of things has happened to your mind and you are speeding like, a, you know, mind is working 1,000 miles per hour and you feel sick and then you have to stand up and say, I'm going to go dance there with my brothers and my sisters. So I think for me, that's what this doctrine gives to me. That strength of be a good work, be a good person and give it to the planet. You know what I mean? Some people, for example, don't like it. And I respect that. Some people prefer that other form of a ceremony. Go lie down and do their own process and have a shaman. A shaman for me can be very much, an, uh, uh, you can look at shaman as an authority. In Santo Daime, for example, there is no authority. You are the authority. You are the authority because if I'm feeling sick and you are beside me, I'm going to say, hey, Cindy, can I, can I have a glass of water, here, Please, I don't need to wait for an authority there to give me the water. So if we are beside each other, we're going to help each other. Maybe I need a bucket to <laughs> throw up or to say, Jesse, please give me the bucket. You know, or if you're feeling sick, oh, Jesse, you want to lie down, you want me to do something. So it's very beautiful that the community won't help another. So that's why I love Santo Daime very much. Like I said, guys, I'm in this doctrine for 80 years, you know, what I mean? Unfortunately, it's illegal here in Canada, so they don't have it. That's why I have to go to Brazil to do that. You have know. you ever had a bad trip? For sure, a lot of bad trips, a lot of things that was very frightening and very like, yeah. like, but nothing like, like I said, that always I have people to take care of me. You know sure. what I mean? So never something that put myself in danger. You know? Mm -hmm. But I believe it was the pain that 
kind of how you take your life too, you know what I mean? That's how far you would go. And the responsibility too. I'm very responsible when I take the stuff by myself, you know what I mean? I would never pop like five tablets of LSD and put straight into my mouth. I'm yeah. not crazy, you know what I mean? I would go literally completely fucked up crazy, never would come back here, not even to give <laughs> guns a yoga, you know? Probably business would close because it would say women is crazy, you know? So I think you have to be responsible. And the kids today, you know what I mean? So now it's, it's a thing, new thing right now. I'm going to discover myself. But I have experienced people, even here in the studio, losing their minds because of the psychedelics. Not because they have a bad trip, because they you started to see things that's not from here, that's not normal that you experience. You started to manipulate it from the from the other realms. And you can get really connected to that. And when you come back, you're in stage of oh my god, I see this, I see Virgin Mary, or I see this alien, or whatever you experience that. And you want to tell that to the people. But can you imagine the people that never took that and talked to the semi persona? It can be very frightening. I think, mm -hmm. you, like another thing about psychedelics, is keep it to yourself. You know what I mean? You, you're gonna have your group of people that you can talk about. This understand. Is the same, that understand about this. I would not have an experience here and talk to you know what I mean to anybody outside because they literally gonna say this woman's crazy. She's crazy. She just lost her mind. You know what I mean? So that's why I think psychedelics is a very private thing. You know what I mean? You have to know whom you do the psychedelic or trust the people. Make sure that you do with good people. You know what I mean? Just like I said, to the safety, you know, so because you're gonna go to the other level, you know what I mean? So make sure that it's good, you know, that you're secure. Have you ever gone to the next level and felt like you weren't gonna come back? Yes, yes, very, very frightening. And yeah. when I came back, this is when I said, oh my God, how this life is so beautiful. This is when I was so happy to be back because I said that this is really a present from the gods because it's a moment like this, not just with psychedelics, I can go any moment, any one of us can go, even without the psychedelic. So when you have that experience of death and you have the time to come back, you're like, oh, oh Lord, thanks for me to be here. Fun? Because it's just the, 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 whatever I took, it started to fade away. Mm -hmm. And then I start to actually feel the body okay. and uh, connect to myself and a lot of crying, 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 and very happy to be here, very happy to see my kids and, oh my God, thanks God, you know what I mean? And yeah, it's very, it can be very intense, you know? For sure, I have a beautiful moments that I see people sending me messages specifically to myself and say, hey, be careful with this, do this, do that, you know what I mean? Ayahuasca, I think, is very beautiful because ayahuasca, See, it's very hard to talk about, for example, if, I, if we're talking about ayahuasca, it's very hard to say, look, what it is ayahuasca? Your experience and just experience are going to be completely different. Some people go there, they drink and they don't feel nothing. They don't feel absolutely nothing. They really? say, I don't feel. Yeah. Well, yeah, it can happen. Can I, many times happen to me that I'm in the yeah, ceremony, drink and drink and drink. I said, today, nothing wants to show. Nothing wants to, But it's okay. It's your body saying, not today. Maybe it doesn't want to show you nothing at the moment. And then suddenly, you're gonna have, maybe one day it's gonna kick your ass that you're gonna say, Man, oh, I'm scared to drink that thing again. But then you go again, because we are always, we are curious beings. We say, no, this is, even though it was intense, I wanna know what is that. And then you have another experience. And you, have, and you know, that's, I think it's part uh, as our, of our growth, the psychedelics, to tell you the truth, because, but like I said, some people are very scared to take and that's fine. Maybe they came to this planet to experience whatever normality, go to work, eight to five, 
raise the kids and say I'm happy with this, that's fine. I cannot say, oh, I take psychedelics, I'm better than you. No, that would be very wrong of me. And I would never tell people, you have to drink, you have to do psychedelics. No, if it's in your path, if it's coming to you, sometimes, you know, you can be in a party and you meet somebody that actually have a lot of that experience. You might be curious, oh my God, what is that? Tell me about it. So you cross your path. Some people in this planet, they, whole, they go through the whole life and they never heard about this. You talk to them, you ask they're like, what? What is that? Maybe it's not meant to be, you know? So I think things will gonna come to you because you're vibrating on that energy. And because you're vibrating in that energy, at least me, Lucy, why not? This is coming to me right now. Let me try, let me experience this. It's like food. Why do you eat food? I eat food because I have a purpose with food. For sure, there's times that we eat food for our pleasure, but if you know, if you eat the food for pleasure all the time, <laughs> all the, you know, the, you know the path. You know, I know because I did it now. You know that I did it. I did it now in Brazil, and I imagine twenty rules not to go into that counter, and then I was like, oh, all these things that are connected with my childhood, and I started to eat, 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 eat. I was so insane with the food, and then in period of three weeks, guys, I'm telling you, I gained so much weight. I was like, literally, and I started to feel sick because that's not my normal food. And I started to feel, oh my God, what did that, look what did that do to myself. Yeah. It was good for him. I was having fun and remember things, but it's not good to my path because I would not even be handled to have my class if I continue like that. So then food for me, I have the time that do it, the time that I cheat, the time that I drink water, how much you think. So psychedelics is the same thing. What's the purpose of that? What's your attention for that? For me, psychedelics and party, no way. Don't even invite me, I'm not gonna even go. <laughs> yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? I have my own things, I buy my own things. My friends send my own things from Brazil. Sometimes I do my private things just myself. Like I said, I have people to, to, to take care of me. I love to go to ceremonies where I have a responsible people doing that you know, and I know them. You know, like I said, I have been doing that for many years and they're good. They're like really beautiful people, you know? So because I would imagine when you're on psychedelics and you're going to a party, the music is going to impact how you feel. Yes. It's so if the music is not fitting you. It might feel good for some. Some people have a great time, you know, but like I said, it becomes outside. What you want is to go inside, not out. You know, out is for sure is beautiful. Oh, look at that tree. Can you imagine if I'm LSD right now and I look at the tree, it would be so colorful and beautiful. Yes. But then how about if I close the lights and I lie down here? That's me, Lou, it's darkness. And then the images started to, to come and appear in your mind and your, you know, so it's, a, yeah. Mm. There's different ways, guys, like I said, to, to take psychedelicals and all of it, yeah. Mm -hmm. Would you consider yourself an activist in any way? For sure, all for sure, all for sure, definitely. It's Even like though I didn't, I would not, uh, like write on my on my website, I would mm -hmm. not even denominate myself for that. But I can say I have a characteristic of, a, of, of an, an activist because yeah. when people ask me what do you do, oh, I went to the Brazil, I take this, I take that, and I'm gonna go there to take this, I'm gonna experience that, you know. And when people come to me and you ask like you people, look, how is that for me? So and I would you know do my best to explain my experiences and what I mean to you know what I mean and say to people, no, it's up to you. So you mentioned that. Um the yoga program, the yoga teacher's training program that you do, you really get everybody to dive right into your life style. Mm. Yes. You so know, I'm curious the, about you that. You know what, Jess, I started to do that actually this year. Okay. Like, 
I'm doing already teacher training for many long years, you know what I mean? But it was doing just, you know, come to the studio and you have your Saturday, Sunday. It was a year program. And then I become six year, six month program. And they became a weekend program this year because of that curiosity of people saying, I can sit here with you all day long. And whatever you can, and I'm telling you that you would, the guys would ask things and be, oh my God, you know what I mean? <laughs> because I can say I am a, a wild person. I do things and I experience things and you guys would ask, ask. And people want that from Lou. They don't want just the yoga from Lou. So I said, okay, I'm going to do a training in the house. They live with me inside my house for one month and they do everything that I do. But I just train four people at the time. So those four people are with me. They wake up. They do it, and wherever, and I don't do, like I said, just that. I might go to a samba Saturday. I might take you guys to do some pagode, some forró with my friends that are musicians. I might go to a rave. I might go, you know, so you're gonna experience in that month. And it's not that I write things down and say, this and this and that, you know, like, uh, I don't like it. This because it's not the way that I manage things, you know. Nine to eight, you're gonna be doing this. Eight to no, it's gonna be an organic thing. Because, for example, if I train you so hard for three days in a row, I'm not stupid. I know that you need some rest. So in the fourth day, I might say, Cindy, today is resting time. Or Cindy, today you're going to receive a massage. I might bring somebody to massage her. Or we might go to float tank. Or we might go to Korean bath and have a sauna. You know, so I just see where people are. And for sure, give a little bit for it because everybody's different, you know. I have a men coming specifically men coming to my yoga training to have that i for sure have a lot of masculine energy you guys can perceive that and the men come and they say i want that i want to be stronger and may become a very skinny woman that says oh, i want to become more stronger so how am i going to feed this person and that person and then i started to give my advice and my friends not just myself because i have many people that work with myself i have many many other beautiful people behind lulu is just not by myself and a lot of times i say i don't know i don't know but i'm gonna figure it out for you so i might call my sister that is a holistic nutritionist and say hey cindy wanted this and jesse wants to this and this one wants to gain muscle and this one wants to get skin and this one wants to open splits and this one wants to do kettlebells so we're gonna figure it out together that month how we do and it's and just became like a, a fun training lesson. Everybody was, they left that month there saying, Lou, you know, everybody was crying and saying, man, I, I wish I live with you. A lot of people said, Lou, you should have a hotel. The Lou and then hotel. Lou hotel, and then you go there and everybody do what the Lou do. <laughs> so how often do you open your house to people to come into You know it? what, this year I did two times. I'm gonna start one next week, actually, and I did the one in June, May, May. So yeah. two, two times, that's it. Because that's how much I can handle. It's a lot for myself. That month I worked sure. a lot. We are talking about we are 24-7 doing stuff. Imagine Monday to Friday, we are here learning yoga practice uh, and learning yoga, 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 yoga. In the night, you guys have to come to the night classes because this is kind of your time to have all your books and asking things, you know what I mean? Because for sure, what I teach you in the morning, it needs a practice. The practice night, you have to come, like I said, to the classes. And during the weekend, that's going to do. We're going to do fun stuff or hard stuff or, you know, I don't know, run somewhere and crossfit or, you know, dying somewhere, you know what I mean? Or one of, you know what I mean, doing something so crazy. So it's kind of, it's a lot for my body and for the people. So, 
So the people that take your training, are they all already fairly fit when they start? Or no. like no, like and not at all. What's the worst? Not at all. <laughs> really? I'm telling you, not at all. Yeah. I didn't receive one person that was in that level, Jesse. That's exactly why they come because they want that. I'm building from the ground. I never have oh. somebody that says, "Whoa, I'm already here." Boom, and never. So somebody like myself, would I survive this month? You would survive it. You would survive, Jess, believe it or not. I, yeah. I, and you know, it's funny because last when I did the first training, I have a lot of, uh, this was the age, 20, they were between, yeah, in their 20s, 20 to 30. Man, I was kicking the asses really badly. <laughs> wow. But like I said, they were like, and you know what? A lot of people came with a lot of, they discover certain problems that they have, like low, low levels of iron because I have an, another, uh, also a herbalist that to work with with myself. So before we start any engagement on the fitness, because some people would say, look, I'm extremely fatigued. I cannot wake up and go to the gym. I feel literally, they would wake up five o'clock in the morning and be like, I would see that person and say, what the heck is happening? So I would have to pick it up, a specifically supplement and say, drink this to see how you're gonna feel. And then in the period of two days, this person, okay, look, I feel a little bit better. So maybe it was a mineral deficient of something. So like I said, everybody's kind of different, but in the end, they all lost weight. They all were super pumped and they all was to say, look, I love you, so but I gotta go too. I really have to go home and rest from you. You know what I mean? So when I hear about this kicking of ass, what does that mean? Are you are you like, like if somebody's like, oh, I can't do it? Are you telling them to push through it? Like how are no. you guiding? No, 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 no. Okay. The thing is for sure. I think the movements that I do was already very complex in my class. You know what I mean? So like I said, I would not be a beginner person. At the same time, I don't want to say no to that person, but I tell her, do whatever you can respecting your body because you know what i have one of my students here and this woman is big you know mm -hmm. she is big and she modify everything that i teach her but she already got to that point of uh, you know she knows herself she knows that certain things she cannot do so if i'm in a plank she would put her knees down okay if i if i'm you know holding two hands you know what i mean just with the finger she would put her knees here she mm. constantly adjusts for herself and that's what i want to see does not mean that you cannot come to my class yeah. i just want you to have a body intelligence of a saying or even sometimes to say man i'm not gonna do this or even to stop but the body intelligence for sure it would be better to come to the other practice if you never did it before just to get familiar with the movement and after you come here the thing is that i hold the poses very long that is tough mm. to you know what I mean stay in a pose very long if your wrist is not what's the good, longest you know, that you stayed in a pose I would not say I don't know Cindy but I mm -hmm. can see that's very challenging you know a lot yeah. of stuff mm -hmm. with the, with the <clears> legs <throat> and Virabhadrasana that if you hold in Virabhadrasana for very long you start mm -hmm. to feel the burning and I start to, when I start to see people shaking is the time is the time that I say oh, I like that Oh, let's stay a little bit a, more let's stay okay. a little bit more. and they're like ah so i like you when the body starts to say hey, i'm get out of your comfort zone because yeah. if i'm just here one two that's it one two you go out and then you would be able to do the whole class the thing is to hold and this is the moment that it is exercise it is asana with meditation because then that this time is the time that you cannot be thinking another thing. You're just gonna be connected to your breath and say, man, that shit's getting harder. I'm here with myself, my <laughs> legs is breaking down. What do I have to do here? It's just breathing. Breathing and connect to do that specifically muscle and try even to change the muscles that it, you know, it's hurting more. And you know what's good for you and you respect that body. And 
be no shame to be in this class. I'm here can look at you guys doing your practice and know a little bit about you. Without you open your mouth, you, if you started to practice with me, I can see a little bit if you're fearful, I would if, you are, if you're hardcore, if you're egocentric, if you are, you know what I mean? Whatever, you know what I mean? I can just detect it from the body, but it's because I haven't been working with the body for many years of my life, you know? Yeah. So it's something normal. I think any uh, person that works with the body very long time is started to have knowledge about the body, started to look and perceive movement. Once you guys move, you can kind of almost like a read, it's like a psychic, you know what I mean? Reading through the practice, say, oh, okay, maybe she's missing a little bit more that. Maybe need more strength, you know, maybe need more masculine energy. Maybe she needs more feminine energy. How do you, you know, get so? that? <laughs> you know, believe it or not, look, guys, when I started my, my yoga practice, you know, I came literally from, I'm talking about severe bodybuilding, like you really muscle and competing, and, and I have a very strong masculine energy. So for me, yoga is so beautiful because it gives me that feminine part of me that is very hardcore to come out. I have a hard time to put an earring, literally, <laughs> to put a dress, I'm like, it's put this dress, I'm like, no, Luceleni, I like to walk like this all the time, yeah, yeah. in my, my sandals all the time with the hair like this, and people dress up, yeah. I'm like, I decided to do this. <laughs> but when I actually do, people are like, oh my God, you're yeah, so you look beautiful. so beautiful. You look so And then actually I look and I'm like, oh yeah. I'm like, oh. <laughs> so yoga gives me that part of myself. And what do I need the most in yoga? It's the lengthening, the things that I hate the most to do it. I love to do strength. That's why my, my class are most powerful. What is the most complicated yoga move that you've ever done? Like, is there a move that challenges you? Or do you feel like confident in all of the yoga? Positions. No, this actually, Cindy, would be impossible to say all movements because we're talking over yeah, there's 3,000 movements. And some movements were made for men, specifically for young boys, that even for us women, because we have the hips, it would be hard, very hard for us to achieve that, you know? But I think the headstands can be something very frightening because we are looking the world in a different way. <laughs> upside down. You know, it's upside down. Yeah. And you have, you need some form of strength and some form of alignment in the body. Even today, I can do headstands in the wall, but if you tell me just to do headstand here, probably it's gonna fail. So I still work on that. There is a way to get there. Yeah. You can have the wall, you can have, a, like I said, a very good instructor that's gonna say where you put the hands, where you put your finger, and then you work from that. Because it's not actually just a body thing, it's a mind thing to do headstand. Yes. You have yes. to look, you have to perceive, you have to know your body and where your hips are going to go. And women, we have a, we have a glutes and they stay there moving around. <laughs> you know what like I love? Men have a lot of upper body strength. Uh -huh. That's why they can go to a headstand, boom, they go do it. Upper body is so strong. We have to adjust. But this is what is beautiful about the yoga pose. It's not the pose, it's the path. It's like a life. Ooh, I like it's anything on life. You, you, you're not the, the fun to get a house actually is the fun, how did you perceive to get the house? When you are there, you're already there. But uh, how did you build the money? Did you put the money together? When you went to see the real estate, or when you went to see the house, when you got excited to get the house, where is gonna be that house? Where are you gonna put your roots? So all that path, it's so much more magical than when you are there. It's the same thing of a yoga. So the headstand, like I said, is one of the poses that I think people can get very frightening of saying, I'm not gonna do this, what away from the bottle, or they can say, 
you don't want to start to have some trust on you. You have to have a lot, a lot of connection to the teacher to be able to do such a, a pose, such a version, you know? Mm -hmm. Because they say, look, I trust you, and I mean, so I'm gonna do this. Little by little, you see people doing it, and eventually they, they go up, you know? It's so beautiful to see. Do you feel proud when you see that? When you see students? Very. Like my ego goes up here. <laughs> <laughs> this is the time that my ego said, like, guys, please stop to do everybody because for sure you feel good as a teacher that you can hold and you see people that they really believe they say, I'm never gonna be able to do this. And imagine after six, eight months, they say, Look, I did the inversion. But like I said, more beautiful the inversion is what to do experience after inversion. When they vert and the first time after, there is always have something that happens into their lives. That they come to me and they say, you have no idea, this has happened to me. And I believe this was a reflection of that, that power, that strength that people got in that moment there was transferred to the, to the life, you know, so. You are amazing. I feel energetic just hearing you I speak. I would love to see our personal trainer do this class. Because he's right? strong all over. Yes, Please tell him to come. Tell him to come, guys. Tell him to come from there. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Yeah, wow. We call him Superman okay. on the podcast. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much, you guys. It was very lovely. Thank you so much. Thank you Please so much. Share that with other people. For sure.